Ay, 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 ay! It's the Ranger Command Power Hour! And guess what, Zordon? Some other phony alphas have been trying to do my voice! Ay, 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 ay! The Power Rangers will never forgive them! Today on the Power Hour, episode 109, Ranger Command Power Hour 4th Anniversary Special. Record on January 17th, 2018. Welcome to the Ranger Command Power Hour on the Four-Eyed Radio Network. It's time to ranger up with your hosts. I'm Eric, also known as Trucky B47. Zach. Uh, that's a switch, because usually I'm the last one. I'm so, so it's, it's, I threw me off card. Uh, I'm Zach, oh, also known as Hollywood. <laughs> I'm AP, also known as Secret Ranger Fan. Right here, woo! woo. All right, today, today's episode is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash rangercommandph. There are over 150,000 titles and probably more at this point to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Hey, everyone. Hey. We are live, baby. We're live. We're live. Live and on fire. Live from the internet. It's <laughs> Ranger Command Power Hour. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yes, uh, I've got this lovely headgear uh, to represent Secret Ranger fans, and she in anonymous for everyone. So, yep, we gotta keep in up four, that mystery. Yep, four years, four <laughs> years going. <laughs> yeah, so our actual anniversary date is January twenty fifth, uh, but we're recording this uh, to release this as a regular podcast this Saturday. And wanted to open up something that we've never done before, at least for an anniversary, which was do it live. We've had other live uh, shows in the past, and I cannot believe it's been four years. Right? Where does the time go? I I know, right? I can't believe it. (laughs) No, it's crazy. Um, Uh, It's we're all right here. Even Hassan doesn't think you actually exist, AP. <laughs> if that's the case, we have created the most enhanced AI. Right. So. <laughs> <laughs> so we do have some news. First of all, the, the big news for the TV show, Power Rangers Super Ninja Steel begins January 27th only on Nickelodeon. And Mm -hmm. it kicks off with the first episode called Echoes of Evil, which sees the Rangers facing a villain presumed destroyed. And this, wow, I thought I silenced my phone. (laughs) That is like (laughs) the first rule of podcasting. Shout out to my... You have an incoming message. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Shout out to my wife, Teresa, who was on the last episode of Ranger Command, and she is watching live. So, hey, babe. Um, so, yeah. So, I'm sure everyone has seen the trailer for Super Ninja Steel. Madam Odious returns to Earth to track down the Ninja Nexus Prism. And we found out this week, episode two is called Moment of Truth, which will air on February 3rd. And the description for that is when Calvin forgets his and Haley's anniversary, he panics and ends up spinning a web of lies to over up his mistake. And it seems like we kind of predicted it. They're just going to do a MacGuffin (laughs) thing to get their powers back in the first episode. Uh, No big arc, nothing Mm -hmm. like that. So first episode, probably 10 minutes in, they'll get their powers and everything's fine. 
And I don't care for that. Like, they'd have to cram a lot in the first episode <laughs> to really set things back to normal. And I, mean, I know you guys, they're, you they're, guys aren't They're going to figure out a way. They're going to figure out a way to do it. Yeah. yeah. Say it may not be the way we want them to do it, but they will find a way to do it. Will they find a way to make me watch? But I do want to give a shout out to Derek Gale, who's on the chat. He says he's ready to complain about more Ninja Steel. And uh, Doug, they both actually watch the show. So that's who I'm going to rely on to comment it. I'm sure we're going to have a huge episode to cover the uh, anniversary episode and talk about all that. Oh, yeah. You yeah. guys have to at least watch that one. Oh, oh yeah, I'm sure. Of course. And I want to have a shout out to Mr. Yellow. I cannot confirm nor deny that I'm actually Sasha Craig. <laughs> I, I might be. I will say I've never seen Sasha, <laughs> Sasha, bleh, Sasha Craig <laughs> and AP in the same place at the same time. So, who knows? Next up, Talkin' Toku is back. Yeah, baby! Uh, our good friends at Talkin' Toku, they are back. You can go to TalkinToku.com. They released their first episode in like two years, and they start off the tradition. It's episode 33, so right where they left off. And it seems like they're going to have another episode coming out pretty soon. So, congrats to those guys uh, now that kind of all the kids are settled in, it's uh, time for more talking Toku. Yeah. So congrats, congrats Welcome to them. them back. If anyone is playing Legacy Wars still, they have added Andros, the Red Space Ranger, to the game. He is at a rare level, but he's considered a premium ranger. So it's the first time they've done a premium ranger at the rare level. So hopefully he doesn't cost too much to get a crack at. If you do want to join, we do have an alliance, and that's uh, you can search for Ranger Command PH and or just Ranger Command, and we'll show up and we'll invite you guys to our Legacy Wars alliance. Mm. And probably the biggest news that I'm excited for right now is all the news coming out about the Shattered Grid comic book event. This from Boom event Studios. sounds insane, and I'm really uh, looking forward to it. Me too. Me too. Me too. I just picked up issue 23 today. 24 comes out in February, and then 25 in March kicks off the big event. But we got a preview for issue 26, which comes out in April. And they had some amazing covers with the Red Rangers all together in this big giant shot. They have also, I guess, releasing in April. I don't know if it's the same day or maybe a week later, but there's also the first 2018 annual, which will be a part of the Shattered Grid event. And they had some amazing covers for that featuring like Jen from Time Force, Doggy Kruger from SPD Shadow Ranger, Lauren, Red Samurai Ranger, a whole bunch of different Rangers on these annual covers. And they look absolutely fantastic. I'm super excited for this. Issue 26 is going to be again from writer Kyle Higgins and artist Daniel D. Nicolo. And it shows our heroes joining forces with Time Force, just as Lord Draken nears total victory. 
So we saw Jen on the main cover coming in through a time portal. I'm super excited that uh, she's coming back as the ranger for this. Mm-hmm. And then Mighty Morphin Power Rangers 2018 Annual 1. There's going to be a whole bunch of different stories in this and different creative teams. Writers Kyle Higgins, Ryan Perot from Go Go Power Rangers, artist Marcus Toe and Dylan Burnett. Uh, they're going to draw other Ranger teams as Draken's threat extends across time and space. In space. And, in space. And space. Oh. <laughs> but it could be in space. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> we actually have a question from uh, Tommy Brevar Jr. at Kid Flash DBN. He wants to know what are your expectations for Shattered Grid and what dream crossover do you want to happen? I just want it to be better than Legendary War. <laughs> yeah. I think that's guaranteed at this point. <laughs> yeah. I mean, with, with the creative team it, behind the book, like this yeah. is going to be an amazing event. And I can't wait to see how it unfolds. I hope SPD and Lightspeed Rescue meet each other somehow. I feel that like that would be kind of cool. That would be pretty sweet. I just, I love the comic book. Kyle Higgins is doing a great job as a writer. Uh, just in this issue that just came out, issue 23, they had a monster that was a big giant sheep. Mm-hmm. Sheeple. <laughs> Sheeple, yeah. I, I, saw, I saw Kyle Higgins tweeting about and, that. And he was spouting out like all these conspiracy theories. His chest is the uh, like Illuminati symbol. Yeah. And he's just like, there's only one Olsen, one Olsen. And um, <laughs> th- there was two shooters and that kind of stuff. Absolutely crazy. <laughs> oh, my and so I am expecting some great interaction with the Rangers. I want people to comment on Doggy being this anthropomorphic space dog. You know, I yeah. I want more of the craziness as mm-hmm. Rangers who've never met before. So mm-hmm. my expectations, just from the level of quality that we've got, my expectations are up here. They're down here because I know what the writers are capable of over there. But for the comic book, it's a totally different story. I have huge expectations for this. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what kind of event triggers this multiverse event that will affect all Rangers. Yeah. I kind of want to see an interaction between Dino Thunder Tommy and like young Tommy and have him be like, who are you? And have, you know, I'm you, but better, you know. <laughs> well, well, just anything like uh, if we get future Tommy, young Tommy, and then Lord Draken, which is an alternate version of Tommy. Yeah, it's going to be insane. It, it'll be. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people might complain that it's a Tommy fest, but you know what? For this book, it kind of works. I love the Lord Draken, the first part of the story. So yeah, and if you haven't picked up issue twenty three, they're already starting to drop stuff for Shattered Grid. I'm not spoiling anything, mm-hmm. but I'm just saying it's there. Yeah. Hmm. So yeah, Shattered Grid is going to be awesome. This next piece of news is very exciting for all of us, and that's uh, QQ Sentai Gogo Five is coming soon to DVD from Shout Factory. Mm-hmm. It's a possible April twenty fourth release, according to Amazon, but that was just a solicitation. Hopefully that's the right street date, but this is the Sentai that Lightspeed Rescue is based off of. And the cover art was uh, released. You guys can go to like Toku Nation, Power Rangers Now, whatever, check that cover out. But I love the cover. 
It's a good cover. Mm-hmm. Me too. They're, they're they're in front of like the the dark demon portal to the other dimension, and it's such a great promo shot. It really looks good. I'm yeah. so excited for this. Like y'all have no idea. <laughs> like no idea. I've, I watched like the first couple episodes that they had subbed already. Yeah. But now it's like I can finally finish it, and it's what I've always wanted. I'm just really impressed <laughs> with like the speed at which we're getting these series. Right. If if GoGo Five comes out, you know, spring by summer or fall, we should be moving on to Time uh, Force, Time or Ranger, Time Ranger. Mm-hmm. And then by this time next year, we'll be talking about like, oh, they're going to come out with Hurricane Ranger soon, and it's like, man, they, they're just moving through these series, and I love it. And hey, if we can get Decker Ranger in the next year and a half, I am going to be so thrilled. I get the feeling that if we get Decker Ranger, like that's what you're going to give out as Christmas presents that year for everyone. Pretty like, much. I'm going to be like, <laughs> you get a Decker Ranger and you get a Decker Ranger. Oh yeah. It's, it's crazy. I'm actually a couple releases behind right now, but I am catching up. Uh, I'm so thrilled to see that the sales are there for them to continue to release these. Yeah. When I talked to Brian Ward at the last Power Morphicon, he said, as long as people keep supporting these, we'll keep releasing them. And I'm thrilled because if they can get current with the Sentai, then maybe we can start going back like Jetman or some of the older mm-hmm. Sentai. Mm-hmm. Oh my so, gosh, you, you said that right as Mr. Yellow posted that. <laughs> wow. See, we're, we're on the same page. You know, I'm there, yeah. yellow. It's got the yellow power. I, I'm feeling <laughs> the love for yellow right now. So that's Chris. Thank you, Chris. And now maybe a little bit more serious news for fans of Hyperforce. So they recently did a Honesty Hour video, and this is the Hyper RPG CEO, Zach uh, Eubank. He was talking about the number of live viewers that tuned into the January 9th stream, saying there is only 800 viewers. It's not really enough. It's not enough for Saban to go like, oh, enough people like this show. So it, it kind of caught a stir up with, with the fan community. Mm. That particular episode apparently did not have front page support from Twitch. So when it premiered live, it had 7,000 live viewers on their premiere. And now the audience was at 800. But I actually tuned in last night. And mm. I have not gotten a chance before to tune in live. I've seen bits and pieces here and there on uh, other streams. But... Last night, I was done recording Starfleet Escape podcast, and I figured, oh, Hyperforce is on. I should just throw it on while I'm on the computer here. And it was a little bit different format, but from what I saw, they had 2,500 people live that were watching it. So Mm -hmm. it's nice to see them rebound like that. Um, You know, maybe it's the format that they have to do a little tweaking with, but they're pretty honest, which is what I love about Hyper RPG. They've always been 100% uh, honest with their viewers and as a company. And to me, that's something I can really get behind. They're really communicative with the audience, which is great. They have the post-show fireside chants, and those seem to be really fun. I I watched the last part of that uh, last night. Uh, That seemed really nice. But they were very candid. They said the low numbers affect the show's prospect for a second season. It affects hope for any merchandise or published games and quote unquote, uh, it was bought and paid for as a Twitch show. 
So that's how they're gauging whether or not the show is successful. He said that previous live stream, the numbers freaked them out a little bit and it freaked Saban out too, rightfully. So then they corrected, they did a course correction and they said, of course, they still look at the YouTube post video on demand numbers. They look at the podcast download. They look at all of that. So they said they count every single view. And again, they're very honest. They're very open. So definitely support them. They're a live streaming tabletop gaming show weekly that airs Tuesdays from 6 to 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Hyper RPG's twitch.tv webpage. And if you are an Amazon Prime member, you actually get, as part of Amazon Prime, you get a free option. So you can subscribe to Hyper RPG for free, but that also shows them support uh, if you're subscribed. So they get a little bit of that kickback. So personally, I haven't had the time to watch it live or even watch some of the back ones. And I feel a little bad for that. They really cool guests. They had uh, Mike Jin from RPM. They had JDF, obviously, and a whole bunch of others. So it seems like something that's that's really cool. And I see all the live tweets that are going on from people. And I feel like I'm missing out. Like I'm having that, um, mm-hmm. that FOMO uh, fear, that fear <laughs> of missing out. And, and I do because people are creating artwork and fan fiction and they're really participating in this and mm-hmm. the community for it is huge. And it's something that Saban Brands took a chance on. It's something a little bit different, you know, meant for the older crowd. And I never knew how big live RPGs were. And last night they had a woman that was from like a very popular live D&D, like another streaming live D&D thing. And I had no idea this kind of entertainment was blowing up like this. Mm-hmm. So I, I, mean, I have no idea. Yeah. I mean, what, what do you guys think? Have you watched it? Have you? I'm falling under the same banner of like, I just, the time I can't, I, I lack the focus to sit for three hours and watch something. It's a big reason I dropped some of the podcasts that I used to listen to is because they would go on for hours and hours and hours. And it's just like, I can't hold my attention for that long. Unfortunately, I have a little bit of ADT. So I'm just like, I can't focus on, on something for that long. And I know people are like, oh, you can, you can put it on in the background or whatever. But I mean, even then I'm still diverting my attention to like half listening to a thing and then half paying attention to the other thing that I'm doing. And just... Right. For me personally, it's just a matter of I lack the attention span. I love the cast. I love what they're doing. I'm a huge tabletop gaming nerd. Theoretically, this is the perfect thing for me. It's just I, I can't hold my attention on it for so long. Sure. And and I get that. And I actually want to download the podcast, but I feel like if I just listen to an audio podcast, I'm going to miss some of the, the little details, like, you know, the, the interactions with the cast, like side glances or, or yeah. funny things. So I feel like the podcast is great if you already watched it once and just want to relive the experience, but it just seems like live is the way to go, mm-hmm. at least for them to count it. And their suggestion is, you know, maybe just leave it on in, in the background and then watch it for real, you know, another time. But I want to watch it live because they, they've got a chat, you know, they've got a lot of interactive giveaways and stuff. So it seems like a fun time. I just got to clear my schedule or something. So, um, 
I definitely plan on marathoning it soon. Um, I think, you know, it, it is a three hour thing. So maybe I just have to break it down into hour chunks. But I just feel as as the more time goes on and the more episodes build up, I'm going to get farther and farther behind. So I, I don't want to discourage myself. I just want to like dive in and, and get right into it. Yeah. For me, though, the reason why I haven't really watched it, because yeah. like, I'll be honest, I haven't watched it like at all, like not even a little bit. Sure. It's not that I don't want to. I think it's more because I don't quite understand the format, like the whole tabletop sure. thing. And I feel like maybe that's how it is for a lot of people. Like they don't, they don't don't get it. Yeah. Like they just don't get it. So they don't see like, why would I watch this? Like, oh, it's just, they're playing a Power Rangers game. Like they just don't get it. I understand it a little bit because I know quite a few people who are like into that stuff, but I still don't know it enough to like sit there and watch it for three hours. See, I think it would be cool if Hyper RPG like just did like a five minute summary video like look this is how the game works let's work you through it we'll introduce you to the characters something like that where it's like okay watch this first and here's the rules here's how we play it here's how a typical story goes i think if they just broke it down for people i think it would be a lot more accessible for people who aren't familiar with the dmd elements Mm -hmm. and I've never played Dungeons and Dragons. I know I'm the biggest nerd on the planet, but that's one nerdy thing I I never got into. And I I do like board games. I like that kind of stuff. And I've done other type of RPGs before. I was in a Star Trek Mm -hmm. email sim for years, and that was a role-playing game. Mm -hmm. But it it was written. It was... Uh, something yeah. that I could I could write and, and, and do. And this, I feel, is... It looks cool. I get it. They're yeah. making up the story as they go along. The DM has the general direction of where they want the episode to go, and they're kind of controlling it. So it's a fascinating storytelling perspective from behind the scenes. But, you know, when they've got the numbers up there, when they're rolling die... Like, I don't know what are situations in which you have to roll die. Is every action part of it or or what? So mm-hmm. I, I have no problem with the imagination aspect yeah. of it. Like, yeah. I, I can I can sit there and imagine the characters. Oh, yeah, me, and, me too. Yeah. But it's just just someone explain the rules to me for like two minutes. And and I want I want hyper RPG to do that. I don't want like another okay. fan to do it. I I want them to be like Look, this is our official summary. This is your intro how-to. Like, apparently, quite a few people are saying in the chat that they do do that, but I might not be understanding them, but maybe they don't do it often, or maybe it's just not as informative as it could be for certain people. So I'm just going to throw out the question or live chat, because we do have several people saying that uh, they did do a summary video. Did they put that summary video up on YouTube? Because... I feel that's something that they haven't promoted. All right, uh, Mr. Yellow is saying they do it during the breaks. Yeah, well, a, cu- a couple can you of people do it, like, said before that. the episode, or I feel like that's something I haven't seen on their Twitter. Like, hey, here's the YouTube of like our summary video. Yeah, mm-hmm. they, they need to do something like that. I think to catch the newcomers up to what's going on, and yeah. So I I guess that people are saying that they've just seen it on the live show, that they haven't done it as a separate video. And, and to me, it's like, why not? Just, just do it, put it up on YouTube, run it before the show even. Um, and maybe they could do like a monthly, here's what you missed on Power Rangers Hyper Force. 
and yeah. you know do like a quick like maybe like a micro machines man like oh yeah marv did this and <laughs> and, and you know like do a, a super sped up and and now you're caught up on power rangers hyper force you know something like that there's like so many cool marketing things that i think would just benefit yeah casuals i want to say one thing before we quit this topic no go sort ahead or move on i think i've seen like a couple fans like summarize it in like a written form or yes something like that and i mean i used to do like message board rpg things i did that mm-hmm. for like quite a while but I feel like maybe if they had some kind of official written version, maybe right. that would help get some more people into it. Now, I've seen one fan on Twitter, and I followed him. Um, I, I don't know the handle right off the bat, but he does like this amazing fan art and like yeah. ties it into the Rin summary with all these little like fan art pieces. <laughs> and I think if they did that officially, yeah. like they said here's the summary document for this episode. So Mm -hmm. if you missed one episode, but you're a regular watcher, you can jump right into the live. You haven't missed anything and then just Mm -hmm. watch the one that you missed later. Mm -hmm. So I'm not telling them how to do their jobs. I just think there's a little couple things that they could do, which would make it a little bit more accessible, I guess. Yeah. Those are my thoughts. But yeah, so, okay, and we got people tweeting them, so here we go. (laughs) We're we're affecting change right now. I already affect people's meal Um, choices, so this is just the next step. Okay. (laughs) 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 I'm going to break for a mid-roll, Ed. So for you, the listeners of Ranger Command Power Hour, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. To download your free audiobook today, audibletrial.com slash rangercommandph for your free audiobook. It's free, people. And you're helping us, you're helping them, whatever. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I, would, so, I would do that, yeah. Mr. Yellow. I would. I, I did that during PMC. I tweeted all the meals I ate. <laughs> if anybody what? forgot that. <laughs> So yeah, yeah, we can have a new segment. What's for uh, what's for dinner, AP? And then that chicken salad situation <laughs> I started about a month ago. <laughs> oh God, don't start um, again. <laughs> I, I I didn't realize so many people had such strong feelings about tuna salad versus chicken salad, and like, like egg salad. You know, it's just salads, man. It's so divided. <laughs> I mean, with mustard, with mayonnaise, who cares? Wow. Uh, <laughs> Here we go again. Oh, well, uh, yeah. So uh, Explosions Behind Us uh, podcast, uh, I believe that's uh, Bob, a.k.a. RJ. Uh, He said, if all ads were read by Eric, I'd never skip an ad on YouTube again. Well, thank you. But I'm... Oh God! I yeah. started something. Again. Anywho, I started yeah. something again. I am so sorry. Yeah. Oh God! <laughs> yeah, it's in the chat. People are like ham salad, chicken salad. I am salad. I am salad. Good one, Tyler. Oh my God! I am salad. I don't want any salad that he makes. So it with twenty dollar bills. Oh God. Yikes! I thought we said you impersonating Heim was a bad idea. It always is, and yet I never learn. Okay, so we have some questions <laughs> from Ranger Nation. 
from our Twitter. You can also ask us a question at ask.fm slash rangercommandph. And before we open up questions in live chat, we're going to get through these first. But we have some huge, hard-hitting questions, and you guys are going to learn some stuff. So be prepared. Oh, man. Oh, Good podcast. Uh, so we have a, a few questions from Adam at little Adam 87. First question, what made you want to start a power Rangers podcast? So for anyone who hasn't heard this story, like 800 billion times, it was just a random day, early January, 2014. And I was a little bored. I was, you know, just tossing around some ideas I had already been on the Starfleet Escape podcast for uh, three years at that point. And I was like, you know what? Maybe I should start a podcast. And I got so many responses from people on Twitter. Uh, they were like, yeah, do it. Oh, yeah, Power Rangers. That'd be sweet. Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, wow, people really want this. And at the time, there was kind of a lull in Power Rangers podcasts. Really, any ones that, well, I mean, there's no pink spandex, obviously. There was, or there is, uh, you know, the grid, all that. But for those surrounding months, there was just kind of a lull in the podcast scene for Power Rangers. And I said, you know what? I want to dedicate full Ranger Nation. We get Ranger Nation opinions. We have people from Ranger Nation on. It's more about the fans and we strictly talk Power Rangers. We we rarely talk about Sentai here. Sentai, Zach loves Sentai. Uh, but that's we're here more for the Power Rangers part of it. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to do it fairly regularly. So it, it's funny, you know, I've got let me see right here. This this is something that'll really interest you guys. So at my work, I I get these like little black books and they're great. It's like a yearly planning calendar. There's no pages, all that kind of stuff. And I have old version of when we were just kind of brainstorming Ranger Command. And let me, I know it's got to be in here. We had ideas for this Power Rangers podcast and Mm -hmm. it was amazing how everyone really took to the idea of it. And here we are four years later, and it's because of your guys' support. And I really can't thank our listeners enough who have uh, been with us for the beginning, or if you just started listening to us last week. We really appreciate all the support. You know, without you guys, I I would probably be very bored, and I found it. So (laughs) I was brainstorming names with AP and Zach. Uh, There was Rangers to the Rescue cast, uh, Heroes on Your Side cast, uh, Ranger Rescue podcast, Ranger Emergency cast. I vaguely so, remember some of those. I am, I am pretty sure. If I remember correctly, I'm pretty sure I basically came up with the name of this podcast. Yeah, I mean, like, you did not, you not to, did. not to toot my own horn or anything, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure I named us. <laughs> and, and then, if if you guys, if you guys want to see some early concepts uh, of my drawing, and it's probably backwards in the chat. So I had like a podcast waveform. Uh, even back then, we abbreviated it to RCPH, and there's just something about RCPH that just kind of rolls off the tongue. So I played with the waveform a bit, the command center, I hid the viewing globe. But I mean, we all pretty much settled on the the watch, the mm-hmm. communicator. Mm-hmm. And I think the communicator really symbolizes us because we're an audio podcast. 
you know, Zordon would always come through their communicators and tell them what's up. So I just felt that the communicator was the best fit. And then it was all downhill from there, I guess, or uphill. Um, <laughs> actually, four years ago, Monday, we recorded the first episode. So we recorded the first episode on January 15th, 2014. And since then, we've been pretty much every other week, like we promised. Um, there's only been a handful of times where we've missed my self-imposed deadline. And I know our listeners don't really care. Like They'll listen to it whenever. Our listeners are very forgiving, but I set my own standards. You know what I mean? That's why I take so long to edit these podcasts. You know, That's why I'm slaving away every Friday night at the podcast to really edit these shows. And I'm going to edit out all the ums and the likes and the pauses and all that stuff because I know what I like to listen to when I'm listening to a podcast and I know what annoys me when I listen to a podcast. So that's kind of the story. And what I wanted to do was I have this passion for podcasting and I love editing and it's something that, yeah, it's a lot of work, but the feeling that I get when I release an episode and I get to promote it on Twitter and social media, it feels really accomplishing. And things like this, where I get to talk to our listeners and I interact with people that not are just listeners, but are also friends. Mm -hmm. Really, you guys are the inspiration because without our listeners and I'll be honest, from the beginning, we were huge on our network and we've continued to be huge on our network. We're huge. But we're, we're pretty huge. It's a huge big deal. Why did I do but that? no, I don't I don't wanna I don't wanna, no no trump in this. But no, I, I just I feel so grateful that we get to entertain people. And what blows my mind is when people say that they listen to it while driving to work or exercising or doing a marathon or anything like that, that, that is they, just crazy to me. Uh, or that they just listen to it in general on a regular basis. Just like yeah. that's that simplicity, that like simple thing just blows my mind. Yeah, like, just knowing that we have that loyal mm -hmm. listenership out there who, who constantly tune in to hear our opinions, to be entertained by us, to hear their own input on the yeah. show when we answer their questions like that stuff that I think more than anything is what helps this podcast thrive is our interaction with our listeners oh, yeah. because you guys yeah. make the show. Like Eric said, like you guys have been there from day one to sort of be the, the background music of the whole show. And we really, yeah. really do appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. And the amount of interaction that we get on our social media, when we ask you guys a question, when we do our Ranger Nation answers segment and we pose a question to you guys, it's phenomenal the amount of responses that we get. And there's been some episodes where we just have like a, a record number of, of questions from you guys. Mm -hmm. And you know, we're 100% with you guys straight up. So I just want to thank you guys so much. And without getting like too sentimental, it's just something that we really appreciate everyone's support. So thank you so much, really. Mm -hmm. <laughs> to continue Adam's questions, he asked, how do you think podcasts or any fan-run media account helps to keep Power Rangers relevant? I think they're crucial to older fans staying in touch with the show oh, yeah. because there are so many fans doing so many great things from 
toy reviews like Hassan and Brian, everyone who does toy reviews, everyone who does episode reviews, everyone who reports the news like like Liz um, on, on her channel, the Ranger Week in Review, all of those things help to spread the word of Power Rangers podcasts, you know, like No Paint Spandex, The Grid, Us, Explosions Behind Us. Anyone who does a podcast, anyone, it doesn't matter the number of listeners. It doesn't matter like the viewer numbers or the subscribers or anything like that, because we as a Ranger Nation, we are a force in the fandom and mm-hmm. we're here to spread the word and we're here to discuss and, and talk about it. And I know the past couple of years, there's been a lot of divisive things in Ranger Nation. But to be blunt, this is the 25th anniversary. We have to come together as a Ranger Nation, as a unifying force to really fill in the gaps of where Saban Brands or Nickelodeon is failing to produce this show. We cannot control the quality of the toys or the show or anything. We can't do that, but we can highlight aspects of this fandom. And that's what I want people to do. I want people to create, do artwork, make t-shirts. Stay involved. Start a podcast. Stay involved. Yeah. It's like Family Guy was canceled to start with, right? But it was the fan base that like brought it back. And now it's this huge thing. Uh-huh. Just the fan base can it can keep something going if you have a good like solid fan base. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. <laughs> so anything, podcasts, YouTube reviews, social media, fan art, fan fiction, all of that helps keep Power Rangers relevant. Show it to your kids when they become of age to to watch the show. Get them involved. Buy the toys. Anything that you guys do helps keep Power Rangers relevant. Go to Power Morphicon. If you can't go to Power Morphicon, go to another local convention where Ranger actors are at. Because even when Power Rangers is at its lowest, the fans are all the time. Mm -hmm. And Power Rangers has such a loyal fan base. We'll put up with the worst show imaginable. I'm looking at you, Super Mega Force or Ninja Steel right now. But even through the worst of it, we can still find glimmers of hope we can still do our head cannons. We can mm-hmm. do anything. And that's the power of Ranger Nation. Yep. Wow, that was pretty, pretty passionate. So one last question from Adam. He asks, where do you see the podcast four years from now? And what do you hope to accomplish within that time frame? Hmm. So Honestly, I don't know <laughs> if we're going to be doing the podcast for yeah. years now. As cool as that is, listen, I'm going to be turning 36 this year. Four years from now, I'm going to be 40. I don't know how many people want to listen to a 40-year-old Power Rangers fan <laughs> rant about the show. I don't know how much of an audience is there for that. And to be frank, I want to start a family with my wife. I want to other projects. We're going to have a passing of the torch moment at some point where we're going to pick successors. We're going to hide in the shadows of the internet and find the Ranger fans and be like, you're going to be the new host. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We could. I mean, we could. I mean, mean, we could. Um, but, But here's what I'm getting at. Look, it's the 25th anniversary. We're not going anywhere right now. Yeah. 
you can expect we'll be here on the fifth anniversary of this show. And who knows, the frequency may change. Instead of every other week, it may switch to monthly. We may expand to videos and just do like maybe a once a month video live thing like this. I, I think this is great. The interaction here that we got on chat. I don't know yet. So four years from now, that's pretty far out into the future. Let's just get through the 25th anniversary together. Let's do that. Mm -hmm. And what do I hope to accomplish within that time frame? At least with the 25th anniversary, I want to really dive deep into some Ranger lore. I, I really want us to analyze the show. I definitely want to get a few more interviews this year because it is the 25th anniversary. And we have an interview question, so I'll save that for a little bit. But I know that this 25th anniversary, what we're going to be doing on the podcast, it's a celebration of all things Power Rangers. And I have some ideas. I, I know Zach and I, AP, have ideas. So we're ready. We're down to celebrate the 25th anniversary of this show. You guys want to add anything to that? Oh, no. I, like, I think you hit the nail on the head, man. Yeah. Just on my side of things, I just started a new job that kind of, it's a lot more responsibility than any other job I've ever had. Sure. So, I mean, like, I don't want to say I'll still be doing this in four years, but I'm also not going to say I'm going to, like, drop the fandom in four years. I'll still be here as long as y'all will have me. So. Right. And I, I mean, Zach and I are, are never going to stop nerding. AP's never going to stop nerding. We'll always be here for the fandom. Oh, yeah. And I mean, I don't think we'll ever like shut down the podcast. I just think whether it becomes a monthly thing or whenever, if we just have specials, that's fine. And yeah, there's things that go on in our lives. You know, we get new jobs. We want to start a family. We have less time to do the things that we love. So we're here for you guys. All I can say is we're not going to stop doing what we're doing for the 25th oh, yeah. anniversary. Yeah. This show, we want to make it run for as long as we have the, the drive to make it run. So, yeah. Well, all you need is drive. All right, so we'll move on to... <laughs> this wasn't a no podcast. Oh, my God. Those other guys. Y'all aren't like... I'll, I'll save... I'll, all, all the fans are now like, oh, this is what you guys are really like uh, when Eric doesn't edit you. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Animal 865 in the chat just said, nice drive. <laughs> <laughs> nice drive. Um, oh, oh, Jesus Christ. Um, yeah. <laughs> Nice drive. Uh, I just need the sound effects. Right. So Mir at Nightmare 10, amazing friend of the show. Check her out at the Power Scoop, bringing casting info and all that stuff to the fandom. And she asks, how have you all as hosts and fandom members changed over the past four years? How has the podcast, in your point of view, changed over the last four years? I've tied way too much, Zach, if you want to... Gosh, you know, four years ago, it just kind of seemed like a lark. Like, oh, I'll do a podcast. That seems like oh, yeah. fun. And now it's to the point where it's like, man, I can't wait to talk about this on the show. I, I have my own YouTube channel where I sometimes react to things. And with the Power Rangers movie last year and some other stuff, like I wanted to make reaction videos. But I was like, you know what? No, I want to save that for the podcast because I, I want to share that experience with, with that 
audience more than I want to share it on my own, you know, personal page. So I look forward to talking on the podcast about, you know, what's going on in the fandom, what's going on in, in the world of Power Rangers and Tokusatsu. I really do appreciate having this show, these co-hosts, this audience to have a place to talk about all this stuff. So I think that's what's changed most for me personally in the last four years. Oh, yeah. I mean, like four years ago, I was still a college student. Like I was dealing with all that kind of junk. But um, <laughs> when I agreed to this, I'm pretty sure it was like in the middle of the night and Eric's like, who wants to do a podcast? And I'm, it's like midnight my time. I'm like, sure, I'll do it. And then like the next morning, I was like, holy crap, what did I agree to? <laughs> but um, <laughs> not in a bad way. I mean, like, <laughs> just, like in general. But like Zach said, I didn't really think it would ever be this, really. Yeah. I look forward to doing this far more than I did in the past. Not that I didn't in the past, but it's just like, I appreciate it more now. Like, I don't ever want to, like, miss an episode unless I, like, really have to. I mean, like, I would even say that I consider, like, a number of our listeners friends. I would call them friends. I would call you two some of my best friends. Like, I, it's just that's, like, that's, that's what's changed for me. If you just brought up a really great point, like, that's another thing is I didn't expect to develop so many close relationships because of this show. Like, yeah. like, if you just said, you know, I count you guys as two of my best friends. I'm now good friends with the guys, all the guys at Toku Nation, Talking Toku, Chris, Tom, Jordan, those guys have become some of my best friends because oh, yeah. they're the people I get to nerd out with. And our listeners are the people I get to nerd out with. And, yeah. you know, sometimes you don't get that in everyday life. You don't have someone right. in your personal life. You can go, oh, man, did you hear the cool news about the new Sentai season? Or did you hear the cool news about the new Power Rangers movie? It's nice to be able to, to develop those friendships and have those communication avenues open to you yeah what zach said (laughs) yeah Uh, yeah and for me just as a host how i've changed over the years i definitely become a lot more confident with hosting something like this i've learned to kind of pause and think about what i'm going to say which helps a lot in editing because (laughs) i say um it's like it like I, that's another thing that i have to edit it, i'm causing myself more work yeah. if i have to edit myself more i think it's made me a better editor it's made me a better podcaster it's made me a better speaker overall and i just have this passion and drive for podcasting that fills me with so much joy that i don't get from my day job and yeah, yeah. this podcast has got me through some major sh- going on in my life oh, on the job side uh, yeah, for sure like me too like my job is way too serious sometimes and i love it and i like the people i work with all well and good but it's just like this is how i not relax like sort of just like unwind like this yeah. is how i get at this is how i get out my nerd from having to stay serious all day you know yeah yeah Yeah, it's the same with me. It's like, without this show, of course, I have my wife, Teresa, to support me, and and I love her dearly. But I was doing this show six months before we even met. So it was filling this void in my life to connect with other fans and talk with you guys. And I remember uh, the only reason AP and I met is because we became friends on Tumblr when that was still a thing. (laughs) And, you know, we just, we got to talking all the crazy gift sets and all of that when I was huge on Tumblr. And then you made your Twitter account AP because you made the jump over to Twitter. Mm -hmm. And 
and here we are. And so I think all of us as hosts have changed dramatically. And the fact that we've had so many of our friends on as, as guest co-hosts is really great too. And hearing the stories of people saying, look, you guys get me through my work day or I commute on the drive to work. It's stuff like that. That's what keeps me going. Yeah. So yeah, I think the podcast, how the podcast has evolved. We've tied up the format, tied up the editing. We sound better than ever with, with Skype, Omoto, all the tools, what we got through Patreon support. And when you guys were, you know, buying t-shirts and all that stuff. And all we want to do with that is give back to you guys. So whether it's, you know, the contest that we've done throughout the years, this show is for you guys and it's for Ranger Nation. So how have fandom changed over the years? I think more now than ever, it's so easy to have a voice on social media and to directly address like Power Rangers on Twitter or their YouTube or whatever, or Jason at Saban Brands or tweet at Bandai America. And yeah, all of them may tune us out, but at least on some level, they have to be hearing us. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think the past couple of years, maybe there's been some really negative fandom things, but I think for the 25th anniversary, we just have to get past that. Uh, We have to get past that and make the show better in our own way. And as the fandom gets older, I think you'll see people whose jobs maybe start to influence the show. Like maybe someone's so impassioned and they become a screenwriter and somehow they land a job on Power Rangers in the writer's room. And Mm. then they get to make the changes that they want. Or like more people like Yoshi and Peter, people who like... Yeah, who like, who like the show and like appreciate the source material. Maybe they'll start joining the cast, and like more of them will start joining the cast, and we can see like how good of a time they have. You know, just yeah. like that aspect of it too. Yeah, I think the way that the future is changing and how television has changed as a whole, like everything streaming now, that kind of stuff. I don't think Saban Brands and I don't think Bandai can stay stuck in the same way that they've been doing things for 25 years. They can't afford to. Nobody can. Nobody can. Sooner or later, something's going to change. So I think something, there's going to be a breaking point. And, And I feel a lot of others feel that this 25th anniversary, it's time to bring it or pack it up. Mm hmm. And I feel that's the feeling for a lot of people. So I hope the brand brings it. And it sucks. I don't like reporting bad news. I don't like reporting that Power Rangers Live has been postponed indefinitely or or something like that. I hate doing that because I I, want to be more positive. But we have to report the news. We have to report what's really going on. Mm -hmm. We have to share our takes on it because I'm never going to bullshit anyone i'm never gonna do that i will never bs you guys and when i feel the show is bad that's all on me and i need to express my opinion somehow and this show is how i do it and nothing gets better if people keep pretending to like something that they don't actually like right we keep it real yeah So, Mir, thank you so much for your support over the years for listening. Just thank you. I feel like we kind of covered some of Ken's questions when we responded to Mir's. Yeah, so Ken asked, you know, how's your opinion of the change of the franchise, the fandom, for good and bad? What have been most exciting Ranger-related things for you since doing the podcast? Uh, Listen, our interview with Sean C.W. Johnson was one of my favorite things Um, ever that we've done. I missed that. I have 
So sad I missed that one. I was beaming. You guys couldn't see me while I was <laughs> recording that, but I was like straight up beaming. And I didn't talk for a lot of it. Cause like I was just like basically you in shock. To, you just wanted to listen. <laughs> I was basically like- in shock for the entire thing. And then I blurted out at the end some stuff that like maybe I shouldn't have mentioned, but that's a whole nother story. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I mean, Sean, I, I have to say, Sean is seriously the nicest ranger actor oh. I've ever interacted with. Seriously, the most down to earth. 100% dude ever in this franchise, just from all my interactions. <laughs> and you guys remember, last year was pretty shit with me and Power Ranger actor interactions. So, <laughs> listen, I'm going to support the Ranger actors that I think are in it for the fans and not just lining their wallets. Mm-hmm. And those are the type of people I want to interview. It's just hard finding them. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so that's for Ken. And he also asked, in the four years, what's been your favorite collector slash toy release? Zach? Ooh. Oh, gosh. That's a problem because I've basically stopped collecting all the American stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Just like anything in I the past four years. I Japanese stuff now. Um, that's um, fine. Getting the, uh, oh, gosh, I can't think of the Japanese name for it right now. The Dino Charge uh, Morpher. Uh, uh, Gabu Revolver. Gabu Revolver, wow. Yes. How did I know that? How oh did my God. God. you know a oh Sentai thing? What? What? Green. Thankfully, I have AP here to knock some sense back into me. Uh, yeah, no, the Gabu Revolver is a lot of fun. Right now, I am super, super, super into everything Kamen Rider build. Uh, I am like, you can't see hearing on. Let me, let me, I forgot this is a live show. I can do this and I can show you the desk full <laughs> oh my God. of oh, all the full bottles and the rabbit tank sparkling can. And the, yeah, so that's my life right now is full bottle okay. collection. My favorite toy release. And it's something that you guys aren't even going to expect. I loved the Power Rangers Super Mega Force Hot Wheels. I remember those. Yeah. And I'll tell you why. Because my dad was a huge Hot Wheels collector. He recently sold his collection because, you know, he's retired. He's paring down possessions and all that. Stuff. At one point, he had Zach, your phone. Um, my camera just decided to. You're fall. ruining my moment. Oh my gosh, Zach. I'm sorry. I can't help. <laughs> You're ruining my emotional. Story about your father. There's an earthquake. Zach's in an earthquake. <laughs> hey, ninety percent. Oh my. Okay, if Zach was in an earthquake, I'd be in an earthquake. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, magic um, earthquake. Uh, what? Magic er- magic earthquake. I thought you said Maji earthquake, and I'm like, did she just throw in like another Sentai? <laughs> yeah. If that's she's, what you want to believe. Been secretly <laughs> yes. watching Sentai this whole time. So at one point, my dad had over ten thousand Hot Wheels collected over a span of like 25 years. Mm. And when Power Rangers Super Mega Force, when they got the license for Power Ranger Hot Wheels, like custom Hot Wheels, I was like, oh my God, I need every single one of them. And I got them. And I showed my dad those and he he couldn't believe it. He couldn't believe that there was Power Ranger Hot Wheels. And it's something that they did that was part of that 
Power Rangers 20th anniversary. Like there was there was stuff and merchandise all over the place. But to me, in the last four years, that was my favorite release because it was something that Power Rangers never did before. And it was so unique and it connected with something that my dad loved to collect. And him collecting stuff got me into collecting because without my dad taking me to Toys R Us every other weekend as a kid and me growing up with a collector where I am right now. Mm -hmm. so my wife said show some of your stuff i mean it's all here i'm doing unpacking (laughs) this isn't even like a fraction of what i have i've got stuff in the other room i've got a garage full of stuff so i'm gonna be very selective in what i display on my youtube wall and you can see i've got like some blank detolfs that i need to fill i've got my little zaraba from garo right here and that's like the generic version i i have a much better version coming from tom which i spent way too much money on but yeah (laughs) that is basically there's there's, we've just turned tom into our monthly wallet collection agency uh, yeah for real so animal 865 asks what's the godzilla so you can see a godzilla here and right here is a boxed vinyl figure of dow red And that was because I went to G-Fest, which is a Godzilla convention here in Chicago. And they had Nobu Kaneko, who played Gal Red. I think I totally mispronounced his name. Um, But he was selling that at his table, and you can see the autograph. And it's... It's a vinyl figure like these, like the big Maji Red. You can see Maji Shine up there. I've got Deca Master, that big vinyl. And it's exactly in the same scale and size as one of these, but it was a limited edition back in the day. So the Godzilla was because, look, I'm at a Godzilla convention. I need to buy at least one, <laughs> one vinyl Godzilla. Godzilla. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the story behind that. Oh, yeah, and the Shadow Ranger, which... Totally beat Zio Gold. Just saying. I'm, I'm Jason Bischoff's fan pool. I received that as a gift from Chris Toku Nation. And it's one of like the coolest things that I've ever got. Yeah. So anywho, moving on. Because we still have a lot of questions before we open it up live. Mm-hmm. Sentai 5 versus Draken at Sentai 5 asks, Happy four years. What's something you hope to accomplish in terms of interviewing slash furthering your podcast? in the near future. So for interviews, I would love to interview at least one cast member from each season, but it's really just a matter of luck and and timing in how these interviews come together. You know, a lot of people ask us, oh, hey, when's your next interview? When's your next interview? And it's like, they're really hard to set up because you just have to be in the right storm of events. I don't know if people remember, but about a little less than a year ago, we were all set and ready to record an interview with JDF. And Mm -hmm. here we are almost a year later and it never happened. And so Mm -hmm. it's a matter of the participant willing and able to do it. It's us finding the time and accommodating their schedule. It's Mm -hmm. if they even gel with the format of the podcast. We've had an interview before and we thought when we ended it, it was a complete 
show. But no one knows that because of the great editing that I did. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll no. never tell you I'll never tell you which guest it is. Seriously <laughs> though, he's correct. Yeah. Um. <laughs> you know what? I feel it's like we should have had this person on by now, and I'm kind of shocked we haven't. We need to get Greg Aronowitz on here. Yeah, I need to work on that. That's one that like I'm sitting here thinking like but- how have we not Here's had Greg on yet? I, I feel like but, it would be fun to have like a writer on here, like someone involved in the production sure. side. Yeah. But, but here's the thing. Here's the thing with writers. Here's the thing with Greg. Just following Greg Aronowitz's Instagram, the guy is insanely busy working on projects. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. If you watch his Twitter or his Instagram feed, he made a replica Stargate for the new Stargate Origins coming out. And he wow. did that in two weeks. <laughs> Two weeks. Holy cow, Greg. And yeah, I can see how you might be a little busy. <laughs> the, the dude is busy. And, and that's what I mean about interviews. We'd love to have everyone in the world on this show, but people are so busy. And Sean was super gracious. Like he committed to it. But even then, when we first talked with him to when the interview happened, that was a span of two months. And yeah. it was just finding the right time with him. Because we had had set up, and then he had to he had to postpone because work came up or something like that. Yeah. And he, he apologized, and he was very professional about the whole thing. So like, we're not at all put out by by what. Oh happened. no no no! And and see, I'd rather have the communication than silence. Yeah. And mm-hmm. sometimes you know things work out. So like when we interviewed Ron Roger. That was through a local acquaintance that I knew and that I met at a Power Rangers event locally who just happened to be involved with his social media management. So that was how that came together. And we reached out to Yoshi because he was being so interactive with the fandom when Dino Charge was on. And we just shot him a couple tweets and it ended up working out because he wasn't dealing with a management. He was on his own. And he said, well, I can't answer everything, but you know, because they were still airing the show at the time. And we really lucked out with Yoshi and, and how I approach an interview. If they can't talk about the current project that they're working on, talk about other things that they are working on that they can talk about. Yeah, exactly. Or just talk about anything. When we interviewed David Fielding, we geeked out about movies, that Marvel, is, and comics. That is probably still one of my favorite interviews we've ever had was talking with, yeah. with David and, Fielding. And David, because- yeah, David's great. David's great. And it's so funny. I saw him briefly at a convention, and he was busy. And then I walked by again, and he's like, what, you're not going to say hi? And I was like, well, you were busy. So, <laughs> and even years later, Kerrigan, Kerrigan's super busy too. Um, Kerrigan was because we talked to him at PMC. He was a really cool dude. He was interacting with people on Twitter at the time and he was just super approachable. So we made it happen. Oh, Teresa brought up a good point. When Yoshi was doing his periscopes, Teresa was watching one of his periscopes. She commented, Hey, have you heard Ranger Command Power Hour? And shockingly enough, he's like, yeah, I've listened to them. So that was kind (laughs) of like our gateway. Like he's listened to us. So of course we got to have him on. Mm -hmm. And then Sean, we weren't even approaching Sean. He direct messaged me on Twitter because he was looking for my t-shirt design and where he could get it because he saw a couple fans wear it at a convention that he was at. So you never know how these interviews are going to happen. Mm -hmm. But in terms of like 
furthering our podcast and the interview stuff, just to complete Sinai 5's question, my goal has never been a straight-up interview podcast. It's not something I'm constantly pursuing all the time mm-hmm. because juggling and trying to set these things up, that's a lot of work on its own. Mm-hmm. And so when they happen, great. But I'm going to try to be a little bit more proactive this year with interviews And even when we had Jason on, that was because I met him in person at PMC and he'd listened to the show and we talked a bit and I asked if he could be on. And from PMC to when it happened, yeah, that was the span of August to December, but it was a little different because I had to work directly with Saban Brands, like their PR, to approve what questions I could ask. So that's what I have to deal with with some of these interviews. So a lot of people ask, oh yeah, just get so-and-so on the show. Like it's no big thing. It's a lot of work to, yeah. to get an interview going. And I'm always thankful when they happen. Yeah, absolutely. We're always so grateful for any time that you know anyone we want to interview can take time out of their busy schedules to come and be on our goofy little show. But I definitely hope to interview a couple of more. Uh, I think a great kill two birds with one stone scenario would be to get Jason Smith on here. Yeah, that would be pretty sweet. But we then again, from both sides of like the acting and the behind the scenes stuff. But then again, you're dealing with the time zone. Difference. Exactly. New Zealand versus United States. I'd love to interview more New Zealand people, but that time difference is killer. So we're just going to need to go to New Zealand is what you're telling me. Ranger Command in New Zealand. Get back to me. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) RCPH in NZ. Yes. Yes. That's how I'll brand it. I'm on board with this. So um, as... 2020. 2020. (laughs) So, yeah, as far as furthering the podcast, uh, I'd love to do some more video projects. It's not the focus. That's not who we are. So... I think we have a solid format. It's working for us. We're still attracting new listeners. And I'll read a comment that we got from a new listener that just started listening like last week and is going through the backlog. So I'm thrilled with what we got going on right now. Mm -hmm. So anything you guys want to see, Zach and AP, what can we do? What do you guys want to do? I think, again, just, man, you're nailing all the points that we have as well, or, well, at least personally that I have as well. Yeah, it'd be great to do more interviews, uh, keeping the show fresh with, with that kind of content. But also just, I mean, like, we have a pretty defined way of doing things. You know, sometimes we'll we'll get a little burned out and say, okay, well, we need to, we need to just take a little break. So we'll plan a month of, you know, commentary episodes or whatever. Right. And and that's fine too. I think that's entertaining enough that, you know, we we get fans that wanna, you know, hear our jokes and perspectives and opinions on certain episodes of the series. Mm-hmm. And that's that's always fun to do too. But I mean really I think yeah. we've settled into a nice kind of pattern. Granted, yes, we do want to branch out. We do want to have new adventures as well. But I think really we kind of just like things how they are and we we know you guys do too the audience you guys right. really you still listen to us so. exactly right. <laughs> yeah i i mean i'll say right now if if the numbers ever got so low i probably wouldn't be dedicating the time to do the show oh yeah but mm-hmm. i'm good with the numbers i'm fine where we're at we found our core audience mm-hmm. And we keep that variety. You know, we have nation spotlights. We have roundtables. We have episode commentaries. We do the skit episodes. We have normal episodes. Now we have live episodes. And um, the interaction for this is huge. So, you know, maybe we'll do a live once a month. We don't know. But as long as it works for you guys, we're going to be here. Yep. Mm -hmm. And just like on my opinion on this, 
just to yeah, put I'm something in there right now. But what I want to do is I always kind of wanted to just like personally, because I read fan fiction sometimes, I've always kind of wanted to like explore that a little bit on the show. And I really like how we just highlight certain aspects of the- <laughs> I just had a really, really kind of half-baked brilliant idea with fanfic masterpiece theater. And it's like... Oh my god! Oh, yes! Oh. I want to do that so bad now. Wait, no, <laughs> se- seriously though. Seriously oh. though. Like, I've always kind of wanted to explore fanfic. And, oh god, no, Daniel. No. No, Daniel. No, no Daniel. No, Daniel. What, what yeah. the hell is Agony in Pink? How do don't, don't, don't even, don't even, oh don't even look into it. Just don't it even. It sounds horrible. Do it not is, even look it into it. It is literally the worst thing my eyes have ever seen in my And it's life. like, oh. it's like legit disturbing. Okay. Yeah. Um, All right. All right, like, we won't no, 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 but seriously, like I've always, yeah. I like again, but I've always wanted to like just explore the fandom a little bit more, like sure. different different aspects of it, because I've always liked how we highlight like Ranger Nation and we we interview cosplayers, we have different people on the show. I've enjoyed doing that. Yeah. yeah. So if we could continue doing that, which I expect that we will, I like that. I'm all behind and the idea of fanfic masterpiece theater. And just like, it's yeah. AP because in a smoking jacket in a lounge chair. And she's just like, good day. And welcome no. to fanfic theater. <laughs> Remember when we read that stupid spec script for the Power Rangers movie? <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was like, oh, hilarious stuff ever. And there goes Zach's camera again. <laughs> I, my, I, my camera took it. It, it was so excited it had to take a dive. Get it together, Zach. I can't. This is too much. This is so exciting. Everything's happening all at once. I still can't believe Eric know what agony and pink is that's terrifying that's a good thing that's a good thing that you don't know uh, okay okay (laughs) masterpiece theater i'm all for Mm -hmm. it so send us your fanfic suggestions and good and all right we have edward sanchez and edward is the man and i hope he is watching our live stream out of all the episode you guys have done, what's your favorite? And for me, from a technical accomplishment standpoint, my favorite is episode 100. A lot of work, but I was just surprised at how readily and quickly it came together because we were working with over 20 different people and guest co-hosts to get audio clips and organizing the whole episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I really have to praise Chris. <laughs> so sorry. Did you saw what Josh said too. What's so hilarious? Zach's dropping the bullshit. Never forget. <laughs> <laughs> I still need to make a t-shirt on that. I have so many t-shirt ideas. But yeah, for me, episode 100 was mm-hmm. like, literally the epitome if i never make a podcast again i'll be fine out on this yeah that was a that was a good one what about you zach Zach? (laughs) Uh, you know uh, for me it's anytime we get to cross over with the guys that talk in toku because i'm a huge toku nerd and getting to talk common rider super sentai like i love that stuff so anytime we get to talk with chris or tom and jordan i'm always looking forward to that hey we've got you know new info about the next common rider series and we're going to talk a little bit about that or when we had matt on to talk about yes 
Q-Ranger. Granted, that wasn't exactly a talking Toku crossover, but still it was a good episode, in my opinion, because A, I get to talk with Matt and geek out about Q-Ranger and, and Sentai in, in general. And so anytime I get to express my love for Toku on this show, I'm, I'm a happy man. <laughs> nice. Personally, I really enjoyed the 100th episode, like even just listening to it. Um, mm-hmm. I enjoyed recording my lines for it and just Eric, like, massive kudos to you for putting together such a beautiful thing yeah oh you're um, welcome like seriously and also i really enjoyed the lost episode that i wrote um (laughs) yeah also like more kudos to you for dealing with that because i know that was a nightmare to edit but just it was it was just i was was editing it during christmas like i was at my parents (laughs) house like editing away at this thing but it was just like the end product just it was really yeah. it was really well done on your end and it was just it was fun it was just fun to listen to like regardless of how ridiculous my writing was it was a fun fun thing and, and the fact that we had you know allison mcginnis and sean, sean johnson jo- yes like freaking <laughs> listen well, to if, that if, and if I, if I ever meet allison mcginnis it's gonna be really awkward and sean still agreed to be interviewed by us after that um, yep, so we do <laughs> no wrong. <laughs> exactly. But oh, God. it was just, that was fun. And just interviewing Sean, too. Yeah. Just that, like, he was from my favorite season. And it was just the season that I really got into as a kid. Because I remember saving up for the video games and buying them. And it, it was, like, when I really, I really got into it at that point. And it was just like a childhood dream of mine was yeah. achieved on a certain aspect. Yeah, for sure. Cool. And also, anytime I get to talk with you guys. That's like yeah. every 10 episodes. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> no. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Don't bring that up again. But, um, <laughs> seriously, though. No. Just like it, anytime I get yeah, to do no. this. It's yeah. just, I enjoy talking to you, too. And it's like hanging out with friends. So Yeah, it's really awesome. Solomon D and Sollyman underscore D says, congrats on your fourth successful podcasting year. I would love to hear everyone's thoughts for spinoff animated series. And what area of the universe would you like to explore? Someone else can go first. Yes. My thoughts are yes. <laughs> um, but seriously, like I would totally watch like an animated series. Um, if it was done well, because there are certain animated series that are not done well. And I'm sure a lot yes. of you people, a lot of you guys, uh, you know what I'm talking about? We, <laughs> kind of had, we, we kind of had like a little Twitter discussion about this not too long ago, where I brought up some like kids show animated series that are like sort of geared towards kids, but they're still like really well done. Mm-hmm. Um, something like that. I would totally be all in on that. And I would love to explore like spd oh i feel like that would i feel like that would lend itself to like a really good just expand on that world well the power rangers timeline is so diverse and there's so many spots in the timeline and the multiverse that you could focus on Mm-hmm. I always love anthology series. I wanted yeah. the new Star Trek to be an anthology series. The fact that they're doing this shattered grid thing is probably the closest mm-hmm. we're going to ever get to a Power Rangers anthology series. So yeah. for an animated series to go like every episode, it's a different thing. And you yeah. can bring in different animators. Like every episode could have its own unique style. There's so many things that they like, could do with like, an animated like maybe, show. maybe turn Hyperforce into an animated series. I don't know. For real, because like, they, they've done all the designs exactly. for all that stuff. Yeah. 
And I mean, you're not, you're not even limited to just what we have in terms of the established canon. You could go back and do pre-MMPR teams. You could have animated Jetman. You could have animated Live Man, Five Man, all those old Sentai series. And you could just take them and have these pre-MMPR teams. It would make Super Mega Force make a little bit more sense. But, um... <laughs> no, no, seriously, though. like yeah, I, don't, I don't mean that as a joke. But also, just another thing, though. I feel like Mystic Force would honestly be, like, a really cool animated series. Just oh my god. That. Mystic Force would be really cool. Yeah, you're right. Just the animating the capes alone. Uh, I know, right? Would be awesome. <laughs> but if they made an animated series that was canon... Mm-hmm. And yeah, you have an animation budget, but you can literally do anything with animation. Yeah. You could mm-hmm. different planets, you could go to different time periods and potential for that. And if they made you it could have, canon. Yeah, you could have more team ups too, because yeah. it's not a matter of getting everyone in the same place. It's a matter of like scheduling recording booth time. Exactly. Like a, and you could have different. cameos with the actors through voice form. And yeah. they're they're already all experienced in voice acting because they did ADR for Power Rangers. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm all for an animated series, but I wouldn't focus on one thing. I would just Mm-hmm. do the whole anthology. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be neat. Or do do mini arcs that focus on different parts of the universe. You could have a two-episode Lightspeed story or a five-episode SPD arc or just anything like that. The, yeah. There's so many possibilities that they could do with an animated series, and I think it would work. Of course, they would start with Mighty Morphin to get people hooked in, but go anywhere from that point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, and yes, uh, Jennifer, I have seen the Star Trek animated series. That was a great 1970s <laughs> Trek that continued the five-year mission and semi-debatable whether it's canon or not. But this isn't a Star Trek podcast. This is a or, Power Rangers or what, podcast. Or what Derek just said. Animated shorts would be fun, too, if they don't have the budget for a whole series. Yeah. Like- uh, I mean money towards Meower Force and do animated <laughs> shorts. Like, I mean, come on. Yeah, yeah, I agree with yeah. that. Seriously, though. <laughs> for the <laughs> Meower Rangers, you could you could probably whip out a you know five shorts easily. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you're not going to have animation peeing all over the place or not acting right. Cats are to act with, but they can't be great to work with. <laughs> Anywho, moving on to Angelo Colby at Supa Ranger, who asks, congrats on four years. So I don't know if you guys have been asked about this before. I'm still relatively new, and I found and started listening to you guys this past year. Thank you so much. What would your guys' dream team be of any Rangers? Five main Ranger slots and a sixth, and no one can be from the same team. Hmm. My picks. Carter, Lightspeed Red. Jen, Time Force Pink. Ethan, Dino Thunder Blue. Summer, RPM Yellow. Carlos, In Space Black. Doggy, SPD Shadow. Yeah, for me, it's it's Billy, Boom. MMPR Blue. Xander, Mystic Force Green. Kira, Dino Thunder Yellow. Sarah, Ninja Steel Pink, because even though the series isn't that great exactly, I, I really enjoy Christiane as uh, an actress and on Twitter. And Casey is Jungle Fury Red and Doggy SPD Shadow is coming. Come on, SPD Shadow Ranger is the best ranger. So there. Woo! <laughs> proven by Jason Bischoff's poll. Suck it, Chris. <laughs> 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 
Um, I do. I do. For for me, it would also be Carter Lightspeed Red, and I'm gonna go like one of sort of each color just for like simplicity of this. This is not like my all time Ranger team. Ask me again that sure. question, and I'll come up with like twelve other things. So Carter Lightspeed Red, Cassie in Space Pink, Turbo mm-hmm. Pink, whichever one, maybe both. I don't know. <laughs> then um, blue, huh? Honestly, <laughs> I mean. Uh, no, that one's hard. I feel like that one's hard. It, it is. Um, maybe, um, maybe TJ in space blue. Maybe Justin Turbo Blue Sky SPD Blue. I liked him. He was cool. Okay. Yellow. Um, I think y'all know that answer, but I'm gonna say it for like in case you don't for some reason. That would be Kelsey Lightspeed oh. Rescue Yellow. I feel like I'd I'd have to quit the fandom if I didn't say that. Um, <laughs> yeah, seriously though. And then I liked Carlos too. So like Carlos, but Turbo Green. Um, oh, nice. I liked him as Turbo Green. I also liked him as In Space Black, but mainly Turbo Green. And then Trent Dino Thunder White. That's a good one. I really like his suit. Yeah, it's it's a bad suit for sure. Yeah. Oh, and then like bonus, um, Kendall. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. Dino- Dino Charge Purple. Kendall for Mayor 2020. Exactly. Exactly, yeah. man. <laughs> so our good friend Lee at DJ Monkey Ranger at Monkey Ranger. He has next crossover special win. ASAC. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I have so much Toku to talk about. I need to talk Toku. That's fine. Oh, speaking uh, of the devil, look who just appeared in the chat. Oh, Party can now begin. Oh, God. <laughs> hey, oh, God. Literally Hi. just said, I need to talk Toku, and Toku Nation showed up. I think I, I yeah. summoned them somehow. I'll be, I'll be quitting this feed. <laughs> I'll be quitting this feed right now. <laughs> it's, it's to keep up with the uh, the trend that you've set. I yeah. got it. Once, once Chris shows up, you got to leave. Yeah. I got to leave. Can't be in the same room together. Virtual room, whatever. It's in my contract. Yeah, that is... <laughs> <laughs> That is eerie. Um, that is downright eerie. I said, I need to talk Toku, and this kaboom, there he is. There he is. It's the Toku gods that called. <laughs> Continuing on. Uh, no. Thomas- no. No. <laughs> I am not Tom. Okay, not, not everyone on the audio portion of this podcast will know uh, what's going on. behind us podcast just asked, so now does AP become Tom? And then Mr. Yellow said, no, wait, I thought Tom was AP. So, like, no. No, I'm not Tom. Uh, I'm we, not. We, we settled this in episode 100. We're good. Yeah, We're good. We yes. figured it out. The timeline has been fixed. And restored. ASJDF <laughs> is no more. They've been split. Continuing on, Thomas Meehan said, Hello, I'm a new listener of the podcast. Enjoying it so much. I've been listening to the catalog and they are fantastic. I have some suggestions for discussions how would you adapt the pre-Jew Ranger seasons and the Sentai seasons that were skipped? I think that's a great topic. Yeah, it's a good one. LGBT fans and Rangers in the fandom. Uh, that's certainly something that we can talk about. Mm-hmm. We've had guest co-hosts who are part of the LGBT community. So I think uh, we've been pretty good in, in <laughs> representing people. So yeah, but a specific topic on that, that's cool. And he suggested some commentaries and... We'll do some of these at some point, but I just want to clarify, we've never been just a strictly commentary podcast podcast out there that go through the entire catalog of episodes. That's not us, but we'll do a commentary every now and then for fun or if I need a break. Yeah. So yeah. Wow, Chris. Well, 
Some of us need an outline to keep organized so it doesn't go completely off the rails. <laughs> do your thing. We're going to do our thing, okay? Oh, Jeez. Oh, snap. Oh, I think, <laughs> I think Chris is just bitter that Shadow Ranger's been proven to be better. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. I am visiting Chris next month at his hometown in Colorado. And that weekend, there is supposed to be a new episode released, but I can schedule it around it. A live show from Colorado at some point. I know we're going to be meeting up with Jay at Morphin Legacy. So who knows? We may just do a live thing straight from Colorado and we'll explore the Colorado scene. Oh, and then Thomas Meehan, did you see the PS? Uh, yeah. Oh, well, so yeah, he suggested some <laughs> commentary like uh, Green with Evil, Countdown to Destruction. We've already done Legendary Battle, which was episode 29 when that actually aired. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Once a Ranger. Oh, uh, Mr. Yellow asked if we will stage our own version of Power Rangers Live. Uh, <laughs> and that was the whole original purpose of that yeah. trip out to, uh, for me to go out there to Colorado. And we just said, F it, I'm still going to go out there. So scripted out our own uh, Power Rangers live show. <laughs> Who knows? We'll get some toys and, and whatever. <laughs> this is gold. The final showdown <laughs> in person. Oh, my gosh. But the final question from Thomas Meehan was, do any extra episodes on Doctor Who? I would. I, I would. Yeah, AP and I are going to start the TARDIS console power hour (laughs) (laughs) the the TARDIS console power infinite or something infinite time and space right after we started on our our when on our podcast too me and Zach are just going to do all the podcasts all the shows all the shows (laughs) well I will say my wife and I are going to start up our own podcast and it's going to be a nerd podcast and we'll have our friends on to talk about random stuff. So look out for that. It's not just going to be Power Rangers. It's going to be everything that we're nerding out about. But yeah, we could fit Power Rangers, but we did that whole Flaro cave <laughs> power hour. That was and then right after that. So watching the show. So yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> So that was it for our questions that we had pre-selected from what was tweeted us. So now opening up questions on our live chat, we'll do this for about 15 more minutes. So ask away, guys, anything on the live chat and we're going to answer it. Anything. And we mean anything. Well, maybe not anything. (laughs) Maybe not anything, but maybe anything within reason. Within reason. Yeah. Yeah. Don't drop your, camera, drop your camera again. Not drop my camera. Do not drop your camera again. <laughs> Anything you guys want to see in the room? Sick. Oh, um, <laughs> what? Yes, Jennifer uh, Nguyen. She said, I got a question for Zach. How come he didn't audition for the Parenthood that <laughs> oh, was remade during uh, 2010? So, so, okay, my chat lagged a bit, so I didn't see that until just now. I didn't know about it. I legitimately did. I had no connections with anything in Hollywood. I was working uh, at, uh, or well, no, actually, it wasn't remade during 12, 2010, was it? I thought it was back in like 2000. Eight or nine, I was. I, whenever it was, I was working at, at Six Flags at the time, and I got a call from a friend of mine who does background work uh, for shows and things. 
And he called me while I was on my break and he said, Hey, guess where I'm at right now? And I said, I, I don't know where he goes, I'm working. And I said, okay. And he's like, I'm working on parenthood. And I was like, what? 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 No, what do you mean? What? And so he explained <laughs> that they were remaking parenthood. And that's the first I had ever heard about it was from him. So yeah, I, I, that was a thing that they didn't contact any from the original. So it was a whole new thing that they did. So I had nothing to do with it. Okay. Joshua Moore asked, what's something Power Rangers related from Shout Factory he released? If they ever found it, I'd love to see that supposed pilot that was like Bioman or whatever. I would love to see any footage. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Somehow. Otherwise, PR related, I feel like they've done it all. They've done VR Troopers. They did Beetleborgs. I would still buy Masked Rider on DVD. <laughs> Just to like to have the history of it and, yeah. and to rewatch that craziness. Pretty much anything from Saban's catalog that they're willing to yeah. license. Yeah. Just continue the Sentai releases. And I really want them to get the license for the Sentai movies and maybe do a Sentai movie collection. That would be amazing. That would be fun. That would be totally awesome. Yeah. I would watch a, like a lost footage type collection. Whatever they have laying on, like, the cutting room floor. Like, maybe some footage from, um, like, when Mariska Hargate was Dulcia. If they had any of that left over. The lost Bioman pilot. Just, like, anything that, like, no one has seen. People Mm -hmm. know about, but no one's been able to find footage of it. Um, God, any of those, like, crazy after rap video reels that yeah. they do. Yeah. Anything behind the scenes. Just give us anything filmed yes. behind the scenes. Yes. I would love to see a redone Turbo movie and Power Rangers movie with a lot more bonus features, new interviews with the cast, mm-hmm. upgraded visual effects, like a remastered edition. I think that would be so cool. Mm-hmm. Omega Res asked, it might've been asked before, but what would your pitch be for the next Power Rangers season? I'm not going to go into this. I, I think Chris did an amazing job talking about how he would adapt Q Ranger. Just anything to the greater universe, I think, would be would yeah. be very popular. Steve Martinez asks, what are you hoping to see at the next PMC? Anything new? I want to see better panels. I was really looking forward to that Chip Lynn panel, and then they pulled it at the last second. Like, I really want to hear, like, some truthful thoughts, and I know we'll never get it. I just want panels that be the same thing over and over. I want to see a new kind of event, and... I know where they're at in Anaheim. The hotel and the convention center they at has like a stadium type seating area. So if they could do some Power Rangers live show that's special at PMC, that would be huge. That would be amazing for the 25th. Yeah. Premiere something at PMC. Premiere a special anniversary episode. Just blow us all away for all the older fans that are at the show. One ranger enter you guys want to meet but haven't met yet. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Hmm. Sasha Craig. Oh, for you, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'd, I'd probably melt. I would probably melt and then like, yeah. I'd turn into like Alex Mack and just like melt. Just <laughs> that's that's a nineties throwback. <laughs> I would just slide away, man. Yeah. Gosh, who would I like to meet? Oh, uh, get John Tui from New Zealand. Can we please have Shadow Ranger and Dagger on at a PMC? Like, come on. That'd be cool. 
really anyone from New Zealand that hasn't been to, to PMC yeah. yet. I'd like to meet Jason Smith because I get the feeling he and I could just talk about Toku all day, talk about Sentai. <laughs> yeah, he's he's a big Sentai guy. Luke Early asks, are you bringing the 30-inch Megaforce Rangers, Eric? These <laughs> figures have been such a pain in my side moving they always get in the way they're still in the box got them like right over here god i want to show the extent of how badly this room is set up but (laughs) what they're they're right there they're right there (laughs) behind those boxes they're silently watching me as i record the episodes they're horrible and i want to get rid of them but too bulky to sell unless it was local I, just, I have no way to get rid of them unless I just I, donate them to suck up the cost. I mean, personally, I had the red one because, I mean, uh, we're not even going to go into how I obtained that. But because um, I did not choose to. Wasn't but, it a um, contest? I, it might have. You, you it, won a contest. I, it might have been. I don't know. I, I really don't remember. It was something that I did. I did not know what I was receiving in the mail. It turned out to be that. And um, <laughs> yeah. I had such a hard time getting rid of it. I ended up just giving it away to someone. I, like someone I knew, they had a they had a kid who loved Power Rangers. So I'm like, hey, you want this? <laughs> <laughs> I actually might bring him to Colorado just to creep Chris out because <laughs> one time he stayed at my old apartment. He said that they were watching him. Yeah. <laughs> Hassan Ahmed, the YouTube sensation sweeping the nation. Hassan Ahmed. He asks, any video games you've been playing lately? Since Creed Origins, all day long, forever. I've <laughs> sunk like 54 hours into this game since mid-December. There have been so many games. <laughs> um, so many games. So, so many. Like my, back, my back catalog is like insanely full. The latest video game that I received was from one Mr. Chris Boothroyat. Toku Chris. For Christmas, he got me a copy of Kamen Rider Climax Fighters, the English subbed version, and I've been playing that because it's a ton of fun, and playing as build is super broken, so I can't wait to to face him online and kick some major butt. And I have experienced the power of a PS4 Pro last weekend, so I may have to do that and join you guys, because... Yeah. To play a common writer game with yes. my friends would be awesome. Come to the PS4 side of the force. It's it's not really like I can do both. It's fine. Yeah, you really um, can. I mean, if I wasn't going to Japan this year, I would probably just buy an Xbox. But no goals, dude. You got to get to Japan. Uh, yeah, and that's it. it. Like Japan, I'm focusing on Japan. Yep. Uh, AP, how about you? Any video games? Do you have um, time for video games? Not really. I don't think I've turned on my console in like maybe a year and a half. <laughs> well, you've been you've been playing Legacy Wars. Yeah, I have been playing that if that counts. I'm like really into that. Holy counts. But no, honestly, I haven't played any like console games since we tried to do that whole like Call of Duty contest and that thing fizzled out. But <laughs> yeah, that was <laughs> AP is so elusive, no one could find her. There's like one person that was super close, but still they, never someone, got someone there. was like really close. Um yeah. Uh-uh. Yeah. They almost caught me. Uh Jen just asked, who would you choose if you're gonna play Common Rider, Eric? Which which rider would you play as? Uh Gaim, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Kamen Rider Gaim or Kamen Rider Kabuto because I loved Kabuto. They're both in that game, so yeah. Hmm. 
<laughs> well, there you go. Just getting back to the questions. Chris at Token Nation. If Saban Brands decide to bring back a Ranger actor for the 2019 series, who would you want? And would you want them to be reprising their old role or a new one? So if this was for the Q Ranger adaptation, who would I want? Why Someone not? From a space season. I would love to see Christopher Kamen Lee back as Andros. Yeah. Or anyone from that season, really? Yeah. Some of them are still in shape, so why <laughs> not? But no, I think it would be really cool like if you would tie a space season with the first space season. Or maybe mm-hmm. just like, hey guys, we're flying by in the mega ship. Bye. Yeah. Or SPD. I mean, that's Space Patrol Delta. They patrol space, but not really. Kendall shows up in her spaceship um, dinosaur. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, or, Ke- or Kelsey shows up with her astronaut wife. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly why forgot not? all about that till you just mentioned it. <laughs> yeah, why not? <laughs> oh uh, let, me, let me go down the list. <laughs> Um, oh yeah, Kelson would be awesome to meet. That would be amazing. Yeah, getting to meet him at that first PMC was really cool. Rachel, Chris's partner, asks, "Who's your favorite Sailor Scout in Sailor Moon?" I'm all about Sailor Jupiter. <laughs> Sorry. Hey, true, true, true facts. Do you guys have a favorite Sailor Scout, or should I, I just move on? No, never mind here nor there about Sailor Moon. I I know this much about Sailor. Moon. I'm right there with you, cool. Zach. <laughs> uh all right i think we're gonna wrap it up we've gone on for two solid hours a couple more questions having habusaki in japan this time uh, that's from mr yellow gosh uh if i make it to japan i think i kind of have to have habusaki don't i one of those mythical things you that's hear what, about we talk about that on the show that's the snake sake right? that is the snake sake yes I remember we talked about that on the show at one point. I think that's back when I was well, so going to, to attempt to go to Japan the first time, and that, that yes. attempt fizzled out. But uh, yeah, this trip, which I am 100% committed to happening, I'm going to have to have Habusake. Do it. Teresa, my wife, she's at Marvel versus Power Rangers. It's no contest. I think Marvel's killing it right now. Yeah, I mean, I love both franchises, but Marvel is just insane. I mean, there's there's really no contest. I would also watch them team up and fight each other. Instead of, like, Justice League versus Power Rangers, I would love, like, an X-Men versus Power Rangers. Avengers versus Power Rangers. Yes. Avengers. Would, yeah, yeah, anything. Do that. I mean, come on. Boom. Bob, RJ, headcanon, next line of toys. Just shoot Ranger helmets out of cannons. <laughs> and our green is the biggest one. <laughs> and on that note, Ranger Nation, let us know what you think. If you have questions, you can email us at rangercommandpowerhour at gmail.com or check us out at rangercommand.com. We're on Twitter at rangercommandph, Facebook at rangercommandpowerhour, all one word. Uh, check us out on the Four Eyed Radio Network and all those other great shows, too. So, again, this has been a blast. So much for sticking with us for this yes. live episode. Mm-hmm. And it's been a blast. So, yes. thank you, everyone who tuned in for this and participated. We love all of you. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. Yes. Seriously. Thank you. Woo! All right. <laughs> Going to close it down. Thank you guys so much. You've been listening to the Ranger Command Power Hour, only on the Four-Eyed Radio Network. 
you can catch a new episode every other Saturday. Find us on the Morphing Grid at www.rangercommand.com. Follow us on Twitter at rangercommandph and like us on facebook.com slash rangercommandpowerhour. This is Truckee B47 from the Ranger Command Power Hour, and you are listening to the Four Eyed Radio Network. Ranger Command is now on Patreon. Become a patron by pledging as much or as little as you like every month and receive cool perks. By pledging, you are helping us make our show even better. Go to patreon.com slash rangercommandph to learn more. Thanks 